Hey everyone, Becky from The Shift Team here, and we're back with a new mini episode to help everyone with some quick lessons to get great ideas and tools for gymnastics. Bar releases, bales and packs. This week's mini podcast episode is a sneak peek of one of last year's Shift Symposium's guest lectures, Bar Releases, Bales and Packs, presented by Brett Wargo, owner and co-founder of Best Arm Gymnastics, team coach at Ascend Gymnastics and Tumble Track product innovator slash designer. Right. I am here today to do a Bars Releases lecture, specifically uh, bales and pack saltos um, or overshoots and packs, if you will. Uh, my name is Brett Wargo. I want to say thank you to Dave and Shift for inviting me on to do this lecture and let's get it going. So who is this dude? Um, I've been coaching for a long time, last 16 years competitively. Um, and before that, you know, I did some, some summer camp stuff. Um, coached recreational girls and boys classes uh, all the way through competitive team from levels three through elite. Um, current USA national team coach, uh, multiple all-around and uneven bar national championships uh, as the level 10 level. Um, had some elite competitors. Um, I currently work at Ascend Gymnastics out in the Seattle area in Auburn, Washington, and we were just uh, awarded the 2022 uh, USAG Dev Program National Program of the Year, which was a very nice honor, and we're uh, very happy to have been awarded that. Uh, the creator of the Wildcard Session, they debuted at Level 10 Nationals this year. Um, it was successful. Excited about that as well. And also the inventor slash designer of two new tumble track products. One is coming out in July and one is hopefully coming out next year. Uh, keep your eyes peeled. Imposter syndrome slide. I'm not going to rip through this uh, too hard, but just know that, you know, it's always weird. It's always weird to be standing in front of a crowd or, or, or in front of a computer in this case. Um, but uh, uh, being the expert. Um, so... Uh, I fully understand that I have my own flaws and things that I don't do perfectly, and therefore it's hard to tell everyone else exactly what they should do. But um, hopefully I can give you just a, a little different perspective and an opportunity to kind of view these skills um, in, a, in a different way or, uh, or give you an idea on a couple drills or something that you can try. So we're going to start out with our competition bail handstands. Okay, we're just going to watch one real quick. And this is just a really nice example of a good quality bail handstand. You can see the planche down, extension through the bottom, little kick to a nice one-two release. Looking at the bar, hitting just before vertical, you could see that pressure on the bar and that little bounce through the handstand. And that's a, a, a pretty good example of, uh, of the bail handstand that we're looking for. So teaching a bail handstand, uh, just quickly, physical prep, um, principles and progressions, um, physics, you know, how we're we using it, how do we explain it to our athletes so that they can use it, um, and then uh, spotting methods. So our physical prep, okay, I don't want to go through this uh, too much because I don't want this to be just a conditioning lecture. Um, but uh, obviously, the physical prep side of things is incredibly important. Um, you got to get the core strong enough to withstand the forces of, you know, hitting hitting the bar and being able to stop your feet so you don't do like a scorpion arch. You've got to be able to, um, you know, hit hit the bar flying into a handstand, um, you know, and not collapse through the shoulders. Uh, you have to be able to withstand the forces that are regularly going through your body. Um, so, you know, these are some examples of some exercises sizes that I would suggest for these specific skills. Um, and 
and just know that if your kids aren't strong enough, they won't perform very well. And therefore, you know, you're, you're letting them, um, fail essentially. So, uh, get on the strength and make sure that that's a priority. So a couple things, um, the first few slides are just really going through the uh, kind of some basic principles that I like to follow and some rules that I kind of have in my development. Uh, and then I will go through a bunch of videos to try to explain and break those down a little bit more visually. So the first one is teach the skill to a handstand first. So I would really avoid bales uh, that go short of a handstand if you can. And, uh, you know, there are some who may disagree and like to teach the skill in increments, but I just find that a bail to horizontal or a bail to 45 is like a completely different skill when compared to a bail handstand. And, um, you know, I have that opinion that if you don't have time to teach it right, when will you have time to teach it again? Um, you have to invest your time in, in teaching to the maximum quality and dynamics. Try not to shortcut uh, any time when you're in that learning phase. Because when you shortcut early, you're going to have to go back and you're going to have to reteach or you're going to have to retrain or you're going to have to rework a certain technique. And that's just way harder to do than it is just to teach it, teach it right the first time. Um, you know, famous saying, habits are easy to make and hard to break. So if you make great habits, um, uh, it's going to be hard for them to fall away from those. And if you make poor habits, it's going to be really hard for them to break away from those. So um, creating the habit of turning over and getting all the way upside down to the handstand is going to net you way better long-term results. Um, obviously, a bill handstand is a D. Um, it's easier for bonus combinations, and ultimately, it's the, it's the best version of the skill possible. So teach a tap swing bef uh, bail before cast bail. Okay, so uh, I think this is really important. Um, the tap swing teaches the athlete to create their own power and turnover rather than rely on the speed from a cast fall. Okay, and uh, it allows them to, to really feel the bottom of the bar, feel the heavy hang at the bottom and create that nice little scoop that's going to give them the turnover power. It's going to get them to lift and, and get upside down to the handstand. Um, the... Uh, Tap swing actually allows them to kill down a little bit more of their power from the cast too, uh, and allows or from the handstand and allows them to put in whatever power they feel necessary at the time. Um, they also allow for athletes to transition easily between handstands and uh, direct connections from Maloney's, Shapash's, Chow's, um, any of your uh, low to high flights. Um, the uh, faster you turn over using a tap also allows for a quicker release of the bar and ultimately a safer bail handstand because it's going to get to the bar quicker and it's going to get to the bar on a flatter angle. So it's not going to do any dropping through the handstand or it's not going to potentially miss the bar high. And then also, um, you know, as a coach, it's easy to help control the athlete and it's easy to help control the timing of the, uh, the skill for the athlete when it is a little bit slower from the tap swing um, versus the increased speed of the handstand fall. Um, it really helps the athlete feel some of the opening of the tap. It helps them feel the one to release of the hands. Um, so then I would move straight from tap swing bail handstands to cast bail hands, um, or excuse me, cast handstand bail, I should say. And um, I would avoid short casts, uh, and the reason why is 
the tapstring bale, you can really find the bottom of the bar and you can find that good uh, uh, toes down stretch and, and good tap. The handstand, if you planch the shoulders a little bit and you create kind of a hollow down and then get those toes down, you can still feel that nice late, uh, late tap through the bottom. Uh, the short cast, athletes have to really push back to create pressure on the drop. And so more often than not, this is going to create an earlier tap on the backside of the bar because the body's going to naturally, uh, it's going to push out and get straight. And then it's going to try to, uh, it's going to open early through the tap. And then at, at vertical, um, it's going to want to straighten that back out. So it's going to cause an earlier uh, second part of the tap or an earlier kick. Uh, then you have to hang on so you can actually get lift to the bar. And then you have no rotation. So it just takes away the opportunity to get that good one-two uh, upside-down rotation. So the one-two release of the hands. Um, I think this really helps initiate the body turn and allow for easier rotation upon exit of the bar. Uh, shortest distance between two points is a straight line. So one, two reach allows the athlete to get their first hand to the bar as quickly as possible. So less airtime equals less risk, right? Um, but the best part is the, the initiation of the first quarter turn of the body towards the low bar through the one, two release, uh, the hand and the shoulder reach and that turn creates twist and the rest of the body can be very tight and held in one piece. So if you scoop up and you get to the hollow right past the bar, you do a one hand release and you just keep the body totally tight and straight or just very ever so slightly tight hollow, um, then the, the turn is happening through the shoulders and uh, you don't have to segment the body at all. So when an athlete tries to turn their hips or turn their feet and they leave the hands together on the bar, they're actively segmenting their body in the turn and so most athletes are going to struggle with, um, once they segment, it's going to be really hard for them to come back together and create like a, a tight shape at the end of the skill. Um, I try to talk to our kids about, uh, you should try to be 100% maximum body tension in the air before you get to the bar so that when you get to the bar, you are ready to withstand the forces of that contact um, and stopping that rotation. And unfortunately, if you're segmented, it's going to be really hard for you to find that that 100% body tension, and therefore you're probably going to have some um, some some laxity when you hit the bar. Uh, first hand releasing right at the toes passing of the low bar also allows the athlete to look at the bar for like the entire skill, right? You can see it pretty much the whole time, which makes it uh, way easier for kids to to direct themselves right at it. If you want to hear the rest of this lecture, you can access it on the SHIFT website. The 2023 SHIFT Symposium runs from Friday, June 23rd to Sunday, June 25th, where you can learn everything you need to know about gymnastics medical care, gymnastics coaching, and gymnastics strength and conditioning. So don't miss out. Head over to shiftmovementscience.com. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to that episode. I hope that you really enjoyed it and got a lot of value out of it. I just want to let you know before we sign off here that a couple things we'd love for you to do. So one is please just make sure that you rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you're listening, because that really does help the episode grow quite a bit. And then second, if you really enjoyed this episode, we would love if you left us a review as well and told us what you liked about it. You know, what information was useful, what things were not useful, would you like to know more about, what guests do you want to have on in the future? And then also as you kind of go about your day, if you found something really useful, just 
toss it up on social media. We love to hear from people on Instagram or Twitter or, you know, all the different websites that they're using for social media. Facebook is great too. But yeah, let us know what you like because honestly, the podcast comes from people who just tell us what they're finding useful and that's how we create the next set of content. So yeah, tag us in the podcast or tag us online, whatever you're doing it and uh, let us know what you think. Thanks.